Hey, big love fam. Welcome to Super Freak. This is a high vibe podcast, y'all, exploring all things frequencies, how they govern form, shape our realities, and are the key to living from your full potential. It's non-woo combos about super woo shit, unpacking what I call the science of self, from body and soul literacy to the power of understanding vibration, higher consciousness, quantum physics, and spiritual psych. Let this podcast become a resource for you on your journey to self-mastery. If you're curious and ready to free your mind, unlock the body, and truly become limitless, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Tally. This is Super Freak, awakening for the next gen. Let's go. Hey, everybody. So in this week's clip, I'm going to take a section from one of the group meditations, just so you guys can see what a group meditation vibe is and kind of some of the things that I talk about. This is from the Divine Feminine series, Clearing Out the Mother Wound. And this is from the second session. I hope you enjoy it. Take a listen. And if you are interested in purchasing the entire series, it's on the website now at superfreak.co. A lot of us grew up with these types of imprintings. And it can present itself as many different types of archetypes. When it's distorted, the energy is dark manipulative, covert in terms of narcissism, lots of disempowerment, control victim, martyrdom, dark feminine energy, which is essentially the yielding of any type of destructive, passionate, sexual, spiritual power, this kind of thing. When it's clarified, it encompasses the qualities of independence and resilience, sensuality, intuition, you know, a deep connection to your desires and being able to mitigate fear, trust, allowance, softening. So the dark mother is most at home in the emotional depths, shadow realms. She is not afraid to look at the unexamined world of trauma and woundedness. She cannot help but show others contents of their own unconscious right? Dark mother represents a mirror. If you think about a really great example, because Disney teaches everything, would be the Snow White type of imprinting, dark mother. So some of the other archetypes, I'll say this also, there is an embodiment of sexual energy too with the dark mother. It's either going to be through the roof or it's going to be completely dormant. And this comes from a lot of sacrifice, religious patterning, this kind of thing. So, which makes sense, right? So two opposites, one coin, you're either scarlet lettered for having passion and having sensuality, or you're essentially in virtue. So we have that virgin archetype. And then we have the scarlet letter archetype, all coming in through dark feminine. It also represents itself, which is what I've seen in sessions, through blood and sexual organs. So again, once again, anything that has to do with religion, black magic, anything around that, sacrifice, martyr patterns, 
you're going to be drawn to live some type of an unbalanced life, or you're going to be led to kind of give your body away, which can lead to STDs and other maladies in the sexual organs and cysts and things like that, or it'll mutate into F, uh, MTHFR gene mutation or other kinds of gene mutations or compromises around fertility. I see this a lot also with low platelets, anemia, iron deficiency. So anything around the blood. So the caveat to all of this though, I'll say, is that when you invert anything that is compromised in terms of shadow or unseen or moon or whatever, you actually have to transcend the dark side of this, whatever the global setting for mother wound is or dark feminine is or dark mother wound in order to truly reclaim a purified version of feminine energy. So what does that actually look like? What are some of these other archetypes and how do they truly manifest? First, I think maybe it'll be fun too if I give you an example, maybe a pop culture example of what they'll be as well. Every single mythology, religion, Seven Ways from Sunday, every single culture has some type of version of a dark feminine. Obviously, you have just a straight-up witch, the witch archetype, which would be the witch, which would be, (laughs) I would say, political figure, these types of things. A lot of power, total misuse of it. I would say this, the next is the siren, the femme fatale. This kind of figure is raw power, feminine energy, very sensual, self-assured, charismatic. I would say this is kind of like a uh, Angelina Jolie type. She can seem a bit dangerous, a little wild. The Dark Mothers, as it is suggested, we're working specifically on this archetype, but she kind of encompasses all of them. You know, a symbol of transformation, death, decay, this kind of thing. Angie jo- Angelina Jolie could be part of this too. She has so many kids, but had a lot of issues with her own body. Like literally what made her a woman got compromised because of the genes that she was running. Another one would be the crone, symbol of passage of time. Really great example of this. I mean, this is ironic that it ma- it kind of is very similar in name, but would be the crown. So Queen Elizabeth would have been a good example of the, of the crown. Dark matriarch, like a lot of duty, a lot of loyalty, a lot of sacrifice, a symbol of the passage of time, this kind of thing, holding on to heritage. The sorceress is someone who uses and manipulates energy for their benefit. A lot of celebrity types do this, but I would say one who's rising into that right now would be like a Taylor Swift, that kind of thing. The dark queen, 
doesn't need really an explanation. I mean, portrayed as a figure of great beauty, charisma, power. I wouldn't say it's all that this person is like, you know, the stunning beauty icon of the world, but a great example of a dark queen who runs a matriarch type of patterning that doesn't care about what has to happen in order for, let's say, her life and the life of her kids and the dynasty type or the line to do well would be like a Chris Jenner type of thing, type of archetype. So dark queen. You could say that runs with Kim as well. Dark priestess. So more iterations of feminine lineage throughout. Dark priestess would be ability to communicate to commune and interact with the other side, but holds a lot of fear. So you see the dark priestess represented a lot with false light healers, actually. People presenting as one way, but they've got something else going on behind there. And a lot of times they have come from yielding a lot of power. I see a lot of this represented in people who had Egyptian lifetimes. Who would be a dark priestess today? Probably one of the Jenners. Oh, actually, you know what? This would maybe be like a Megan Fox type. Megan Fox would be that for sure. Okay, so the Dark Maiden. Dark Maiden is young. Young and innocent looking, but has a ton of inner strength and power and kind of doesn't know how to yield it or what to do with it. But when they get a handle of it, they go real crazy. I would say like a young Britney or I don't know why this girl is coming in, but there's something about this one who played Snow White in the redo of the Disney movie. She's got a lot of this going on, this young kind of, yes, kind of, anyway, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that one. But she runs a little bit of that dark maiden frequency. The next is the Huntress, the wild woman. Uh, I would say a Doja cat would be here, a rebel. Well, maybe not Doja. Yeah, okay, sure. But she's so far gone at this point. It's like way beyond that. But like, let's say an early Doja or this type of like rebel, the one who wants to fight against the system would be like a Kesha, let's say. Sure. Wild woman, the huntress, the Kesha. It's the, um, it's the self-sufficiency. It's kind of represented by the Scorpio. Uh, this would be like a lot of the girl boss imprinting that like, fuck you. I don't need you. That's that type. The mad woman archetype. This is kind of the woman who goes a little crazy. I would say Rose McGowan would be here, right? Where she will put her, she will put herself on display in a way that catalyzes, um, a lot of like untamed, unbridled expression of like her own inner world. And then under the guise of being free and and fighting against the patriarchy, you know, and exposing truths, she kind of undermines the message with the, uh, the presentation. I would say maybe Julia Fox is going down that path as well. 
I think she kind of course corrected here lately. Um, okay. So what does that actually mean? What does that actually look like? Kind of fun to know. But essentially this manifests as jealousy, refusal to see who you are. This is women, all right? Those who have a feminine frequency around you, friendships, uh, masculine who run feminine frequencies, mothers, sister, whatever. Feminine frequencies around you that run jealousy, refusal to see you as you are, competition energy, gaslighting, consistent and persistent in undermining your own autonomy and having access and hindering you having access to your own personal power. It's a big one. The consistency and the persistency of you having your autonomy and accessing your own personal power. Next one would be false intimacy. So they will connect with you, but only under the guise of getting some kind of supply. So you get this a lot with narcissistic supply. It also look like psychic and energy influence and tax. Any kind of mean girl shit, insecurity, triangulation with siblings and a mother figure, manipulation, coercion anyway, guilt, projected guilt, this kind of thing. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Please make sure to leave a review and follow the fun on social media because that's how it works in this world. In the meantime, get your freak on. I'll see you in the next session. Thank you.